0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brett Keane. If you would like to support God TV Radio, hosted by myself and Justin Keane, you can support us by buying our music, our art, our t-shirts, as well as our books. You can also support us with a one-time donation through PayPal. All links are in the description. Every Friday at 7 p.m. Central, we do a live show. Everyone is welcome. There is always a link in the public description. You can go to the front of my YouTube channel and schedule it by clicking the reminder button. If you have access to Spotify, you can listen to my radio station in your car, on your stereo, on your computer, anything that has internet access. God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keene from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. I wanted to talk a little bit about my views on why I'm anti-organized religion yet still believe in God and I also wanted to refute uh, some rumors as well as some nonsense that's been going on since I became a theist almost five or six years ago. A theist meaning believing in God and then, of course, taken upon the label Christianity because I accept Jesus Christ as my Messiah as well as Savior who died and resurrected three days later and ascended to the right hand of his Father. I, uh, I accept the claims of the Bible And therefore, I'm a Christian. Well, one of the rumors that people have made out there is that Brett Keene became a Christian because he would make more money uh, being a believer than he would as uh, an atheist. And this is absolutely untrue. Uh, Whenever I was an atheist, if I were to ask people for support or ask for any kind of donations, uh, people were constantly sending money in the beginning and all that, until a couple atheist YouTubers started making videos where they were calling people e-beggars and saying that people were ignorant for asking for any kind of support. Now, obviously, times have changed. Every YouTuber on the planet, whether they're a believer or a non-believer or a pagan or a person of a different faith... Have some kind of PayPal or Patreon page, but back then it was a no-no. It was like blasphemy against social media if you were to ask for any kind of assistance or support whatsoever. I'd always been honest back then about not having wealth. I was never a rich person. I'm still not a rich person. I'm just kind of skating by. I'm just surviving. Uh, Just enough fun money each month maybe to get a game or something like that but usually all my money ends up going to bills, uh, clothing for my family, food, you know, the, the typical things. Whenever I became a Christian, um, this didn't help me in any way financially uh, whatsoever. There was one single time in my entire history of YouTube where, uh, Some Christians ended up stepping up to the plate, and they actually helped me whenever I was losing a home that I lived in. Um, Some people don't know this, but um, some atheists ended up making videos where they said that, oh, Brett's not losing his home. Uh, Brett's just fine. Uh, He's just trying to get people to send him money. Well, the truth is, is that my wife and my children, we did end up on the street. We did. Um, and that was back in the day whenever I first started trying to pray after 10 years of being an atheist, I actually uh, felt so hopeless and was so frightened for my family and my loved ones. And, uh, with the issues, the health issues, my, uh, child had, as well as my wife, we just had found out at that time that she was a diabetic. We didn't know how we were going to get medicines. We didn't know how we were going to do anything. And because there was no atheist organizations or any non-believers I could reach out to for help, I would end up uh, contacting a church, telling them about our problem. And in a very short period of time, the uh, church uh, just down the road from us at that time would help us move our stuff, get our belongings out, and we would live in a small, tiny place for just a little while. <clears throat> at some point in time, my grandfather would end up getting a hold of me. Uh, we hadn't talked for years at this point. I think off and on every once in a while on the phone. And he believes in God. He is a Christian. And he seemed that we were in trouble. They seemed that things went really bad. And even though I was a big mouth atheist who was constantly talking about how poisonous and venomous the church was, my grandfather ended up putting me in a pretty decent sized home with my wife and children. And we've been living in that place ever since. And it's a lot better than what we were living in. It was actually better than the house that we originally lived in, too, because one of the reasons why we lost a house is because it had structural damage to it. Apparently, um, the house was uh, considered by the bank to be uh, not inhabitable. I mean, if you were to walk into the house, you wouldn't notice a like there wasn't like giant cracks in the wall the shit wasn't like crumbling around us but the bank believed that it was in such bad uh desiree if that's how you even pronounce it that they believed that it was just not healthy for anybody to actually live there so we uh we did we lost everything and instead of atheists showing any sympathy or compassion they ended up uh making countless videos uh, saying that I was trying to get money out of people and all that. I made like one or two videos a long time ago telling people that I was on my way out the door. And I was a super popular atheist at the time, and the atheist community uh, made up a bunch of gossip and rumors and lies about me. And then I eventually ended up getting burned. There was a couple non-believers who did reach out, and they forked over a couple hundred bucks. One was Tommy from the Bronx, who was already having his own health issues and problems. And then an older man who uh, doesn't do videos very often anymore that I ended up plugging and make and helping to get popular was a guy by the name of Pat Kendell. Pat Kendall was one of the most smartest, brilliant, like, Englishmen that you could ever meet. He was incredible. He was one of these type of guys that could make really good arguments. And he didn't cuss in his videos. He didn't act ignorant. Yet, he was a non-believer. I don't know if he's still alive today. I haven't talked to him since he blew up to hundreds of thousands of subscribers. I just haven't had any kind of communication with him. So what would end up happening obviously is I'm living in this place and the uh, church that originally helped us get into the smaller place before my grandfather came along they put money down for a deposit. The place was super small. I mean damn it was like the size of two sheds put together. It was just extremely tiny. It was extremely uncomfortable. And on top of it, it was way out in the middle of the fucking woods, (laughs) where we didn't, in order to get to a store or a grocery shop or do anything, we had to go through a lot of hell. It was one of the reasons why it was that I wasn't on the internet for quite a while for that moment in time, because we couldn't, it was so far out in the fucking woods, you couldn't get internet connection, you couldn't get shit, and uh, it was... Let's put it this way, it was so far out in the woods that even Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th, would have been terrified to live out in this place. But it was quiet, it was chill, and it had its positive moments. You could look out the window or step out on this little concrete patio where you could see deers running across the lawn and shit like that into the woods. That was kind of beautiful and... It gave me an opportunity to like sit out in the woods and the and it, it's so thick it's almost like a forest, where I got to really rethink my views and my ideas and how I looked at the rational logical atheist community in the process. So my grandfather would eventually come by and he uh, he ended up uh, saying, "Hey, I want to put you up in a nice home." I Want you guys to be taken care of, and he ended up putting us in an area that we weren't far from where my sister lived. He actually helped out my sister, he helped out my brother, and because of this, my sister was able to uh, take upon a lot of opportunities and do some really great things with her life. My brother was able to advance his music career and be able to continue on. He was originally living out in the city. Uh, doing a lot of uh, concerts, a lot of shows and all that. But it was challenging for him to live in the kind of environment he was. He was on the hardcore side of the city. He was meeting a lot of musicians, but it was dangerous. There was even a point where he was walking his dog down the street in the city of St. Louis, which is one of the murder capitals of the world, uh, it's considered one of the worst cities that you could ever walk around in. My brother had had a person come up to him and put a fucking gun to him. And the person almost shot my brother because my brother said, I don't have any money. I was only had enough to be able to get some, get a soda in order to bring up my blood sugar because his he's got diabetes. And that's what he would do. He'd walk his dog and then he would... You know, sometimes go pick up a soda. He didn't have, like, thousands of dollars hanging out of his pants. My brother's a metalhead. He's got holes in his pants, you know. And, you know, a Black Sabbath t-shirt or maybe a Megadeth t-shirt that day. And uh, you can tell by looking that there's not, like, money just, like, fucking falling out of his pockets. But when a person wants crack or they want drugs, they don't uh, think about these kind of things. So... He was almost shot over a few bucks so some drug addict could get hooked up. <clears throat> so my grandfather ended up stepping up to the plate for him. Now, you're probably asking yourself, well, where the hell was your mother and all this? What about your dad? At the time, my father was living down in Florida. Shed, and some people don't know this, but my father actually shares the same name with me. I'm actually a junior. I'm Brett Keene, Jr. And, um... Well, he was down there, and even if you were to call him and ask him for any kind of help, he wouldn't have done shit, and my mother at this point was dead. So we have I've done videos already talking about how that worked out, and if you look at some of my uh, depressing depression therapy videos, I call them, where I just kind of vent some of my frustrations and my sadness about experiences in the world. To this day, there are still atheists who copy these troll videos uh, or copy these videos where um, I was asking for help and still push this idea that I was trying to do some ignorant shit like I was trying to get money out of people Um, I did end up recording the, the old house that we lived in and all that and showed plenty of fucking proof of everything that happened but that doesn't stop uh, people who are haters or trying, who have an agenda, who want to try to make you look as bad as they possibly can, to continue to push this narrative that something happened that it didn't. And of course, my wife made videos where she talked about the experiences, and that's the problem. No matter what you say, no matter what you shoot, show, no matter how much evidence you provide. So one of the other rumors, obviously, that I talked about refuting was uh, Brett Keane became a Christian so he could make more money. Well, first of all, although atheists were very helpful in the beginning on YouTube and all that, every once in a while, a uh, $50 donation here, maybe 20 bucks or $5 every now and then, enough to buy you some bubble gum or a new t-shirt or something, It uh, sure as hell wasn't a whole lot enough to be able to get by, but I'll be honest with you, it was more than what the hell I'm getting as a Christian. See, the problem for me is a lot of you can see in my videos where I do sell t-shirts. I design them through websites, and it doesn't cost me to make it. All I have to do is create the art, and then I place it on my merchandise, just like most of you out there already do. And I make money if someone buys it, and then there's a percentage. But my shirts and my mugs and all my merchandise does not sell very well. And why is that? Because, well, the Christian community, Christians aren't really into dark T-shirts. They're not really into concert-looking shirts where you've got cobwebs and rats on the front of them. Um, I've got a couple videos where... My own imagery is on the shirts and the mugs, but it has like what you see right there where I'm in the shadows and the darkness. And Christians like things that are more optimistic looking, more with light, things having to do with Jesus Christ. They don't want to wear like a a shirt out in public or to their church with imagery like that. I might do better if I actually did like t-shirts where I designed doves flying and you know uh Jesus, you know like kneeled over uh holding a child or something like that. That might actually do it if if it was really all just about money or whatever, but I just never got around to making peaceful looking outfits and clothes. My stuff looks looks like it belongs at a Megadeth concert or something at a at a Slayer Festival or something. It doesn't. It's very dark. A lot of my, uh, a lot of my material. And then there's my books. Um, believe it or not, it's actually atheists who usually spend the most money buying my books. And sometimes they do it because they actually enjoy fantasy or supernatural, whether they believe in it or not. Like I got a friend I talked to her on Facebook, and this person loves my material, but they're an atheist. They like the whole supernatural, fantasy, phasmagorical concepts that I put in my stories, Um, and they purchase it. They find it interesting and uh, tell me about it and give me their opinions and all this. This person also enjoyed my older stuff, the material I wrote whenever I was a juvenile. A lot of people don't know that either. I wrote a trilogy set a long time ago whenever I was a teenager, like from 15 years old up to 20, and I wrote it all out by hand in notepads. I never expected it ever to get published or put into books, and my story is, is that my wife and her friends, they seen my material, they found it in the closet, something I never planned on pulling out, and said this should go into book format. So a bunch of her friends and her ended up typing it out and doing the best they could to edit it. There are still blemishes in the book, unfortunately. I didn't have professionals that were able to edit my original work. So right now, now that I'm older and I have the ability to do something, I've decided to take the books out of publication and out of stock and have them remastered and cleaned up and edited uh, better. And then I will end up um, probably releasing it after that's done. But right now my focus is on a different series of books like uh, Afterlife Simulation. I'm working on a second one right now. I'm almost done. And I also am 400 pages into an autobiography of my life. And a lot of people are interested in that, but I don't know if I should release that anytime soon because it has a lot of, uh, a lot of really dark, um, embarrassing, sad, uh, very personal experiences, not only from me because I'm kind of like an open book. I don't mind sharing things, but the problem is, is when you share negative experiences about your life, sometimes you have to include the family members or the friends or the people who betrayed you. And you have to be careful with releasing a book like this because you don't want to end up like Eminem where he gets sued by his own mother or some shit, you know, for, you know, doing a damn song or something. So you got to be careful with that kind of stuff. As far as making money, I rarely get any kind of donations or support from Christians whatsoever. Um, I'm constantly uh, putting in my video that there's a way to support me, but Christians rarely, rarely commit to any kind of charity. And I don't hold it against them because there is no obligation. I understand that there are some Christians out there that are just as poor as I am who do not have the wealth, who do not have the resources to be able to um, support. And that is fine. I Like I said, I get by, I survive. Um, I'm a simple person anyway, even if I was like Smosh TV or something, making $100,000. If YouTube featured me or a company bought my brand or something like that, my life really wouldn't change. I'm the type of guy who likes to watch The Witcher, Cobra Kai. When Star Wars used to be good, I used to love that. When Star Trek used to be worth the shit, I used to like to watch that. I'm basically the type of guy where I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I pay my fucking bills. I, When I needed new clothes, new underwear, and socks and shit, I do that. If there's a game I really like, then I go for it, but I'm very picky. I usually only buy Bethesda games because they seem to be well thought out, and there's a lot to it. I have been disappointed for the last couple years with Fallout 76. Um, but I still, from time to time, play Fallout 4 as well as a game called Wasteland Street. Wasteland 3, I was able to get for discount on Steam for less than 20 bucks, And even that was fucking asking too much for me. So, yeah, whenever I was an atheist, it seemed like there were, um, I think I fit in with non-believers better than I did with Christians. I still have Christians to this day where they're like, I guess they listen to that gossip and that bullshit and they're like, oh, Brett Keane might be a fake or a false teacher or he might be an antichrist or he may be pretending because he wants blah, 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 But the truth is I don't get shit from any of these people. If you notice whenever I do my live rooms, it's atheists who seem to be fascinated with me and agnostics and Satanists and people of other faiths who will frequent my room. Uh, Just look at the last two or three shows I did on this new YouTube channel of God TV Radio. I had an atheist called Mr. Jones come in and we talked. And then before that, I talked for like two or three hours with a guy named Aiden, who claims to be an atheist agnostic. Not one time has any Christians reached out to me and said, hey, I want to do this. Some of you out there, you're probably going to be like, well, what about Matt Powell and Kent Hovind? You did interviews with them and you've done interviews with Christians as well as atheists. What's the deal? Well, I had to call Kent up. I had to ask him. I had to talk Uh, to him. It's not like he reached out to me and said, oh, I want to do an interview with you. Um, (laughs) Thing about Kent is, uh, oh, I hate to put this forth. Kent Hoven is one of the coolest, smartest, sweetest people that you'll ever talk to in your life. And I have talked to him at least 30 or 40 fucking times. I used to talk to him whenever I was an atheist and I talk to him whenever, you know, I'm doing the Christian thing. I've made videos where I've defended him, and I've supported his position on many things, but if I call him right now, and I say, hey Kent, how you doing? This is Brett Keen. I cannot tell you how many times where he says, yeah, so what's up? And I say, Kent, do you remember me? And Kent does not remember who the fuck I am. He never remembers who I am whenever I call. And no, that doesn't make me feel like a little shit or a fucking dumb a primate or something when he does that. Kent then has almost 200,000 subscribers. That's a great deal more than what I have. Just me alone, I get so many comments and so much shit, so many phone calls and so many things through the radio... I can barely keep track of a lot of people. Uh, Somebody has to do something, like, really significant. I know that I've got a very distinctive voice, but Kent always tells me, he always tries to make me feel a little bit better about that because he doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. He's like, Brett, you sound like a cool dude. What's going on? He goes, man, I talk to, like, tons and tons of people all the time, so I can't remember everybody. And I'm like, all right, man, that's cool. So I just go talking to him. That's the cool thing about Kent. Whether he remembers you or whether you claim to be an atheist or a religious person, he's always ready to have a conversation with you. Now, I do find myself a lot of times in this position where it's like he'll say something to the effect of, I can only talk for, you know, maybe 10 minutes or whatever, and then I got to go do something. I've got a meeting or I've got something important to do. So, Kent Hovind is probably one of the few Christians out there that I have the most contact with. Becoming a Christian uh, has been a really, really lonely experience. It has. Oh, what's going on there? Oh, that's weird. It says that there's something going on with the encoding on my uh, program. Oh, that's weird. Well, hopefully it's still working because I'm going to keep on talking for a little bit. It's been lonely. I did originally when I became a Christian, I tried to reach out to whoever it was that I thought would be able to uh, be a part of my thing. And some people say, well, Brad, why don't you just go to church? Why don't you be a part of organized religion or something? And that's what we originally started getting into at the very beginning of the video, right? Don't like organized religion. I feel like organized religion caused uh, some of my family members some major issues. I feel like it uh, cost me years of my life where I ended up becoming an atheist because I didn't feel like I was getting my answers. I felt like people were ignoring me or they would be too busy to actually discuss things. Um, Whenever I was a child, as well as a young teenager questioning the church and having a lot of curiosity, I just wasn't getting the answers I wanted. And, uh, my grandfather has suggested that I go to church, but I tried. And I also, whenever I lived in that little hole in the ground and shit, before he came along, I tried going to having some churches pick me up and go do some things. And one church I went to, um, even as an atheist, as an atheist i went my wife uh ended up continuously going after i stopped because she liked some of the people and thought that it was a nice community type of thing she's she always believed that there was something out there but she didn't like hold to any certain religion or any specifics or anything like that um but she liked the the church scene she thought it was beautiful and nice But I remember having a really negative experience where apparently the church knew who I was. They knew that I was uh, a popular, hardcore atheist. And I guess they thought that they would be able to convert her over to Christianity. But they also believed that they should try to talk her out of being in a a marriage with an atheist. They called it unevenly yoked. They didn't want a woman to... uh, be involved with someone who was a non-believer, especially a woman that had children. And they figured that if the woman was married with the atheist, that the children would end up uh, basically being hell-bound and all this kind of... That was their belief. That was their view. So knowing that a church actually tried to destroy my family and tried to convince my wife to walk and all that, it was really disturbing and sad for my wife and I to put up with. We just kind of said to hell with all that kind of stuff. And besides, every time I went to church, it seemed like we were just hearing the same thing about ancient stories in the Bible that was not really helping us in our modern times, nor answering the big philosophical questions I had. It wasn't until I actually came to YouTube and started interacting with Christians who actually think you know, outside the box where I started to learn stuff and started to grow and develop as a theist, as a believer. When I originally started out an atheist, because of my experiences with country type of hillbilly Christians, I assumed that all Christians were stupid or ignorant or something or fucking um, uneducated. But when you get to the net, You start talking to guys like Kent Hovind and some of these other folks. If you actually have an open mind, if you go in already thinking you're right about everything or everything you've been indoctrinated in is the truth, and you just assume everybody's stupid, then you're you're not going to learn anything. You're not going to grow. But I've always been an open-minded person. I was always willing to listen. And I discovered that not only were there extremely intelligent Christians, but there were also... Uh, Christians who weren't super intelligent, but they had the biggest hearts that people could ever have, and through them, I was able to see God work through these people as using them as His instrument to move me and inspire me so no, let me make it clear there's the money's just not happening it's there is no I had an atheist recently actually call me on the phone and ask me. He said, hey, Brad, if you do a, a segment on your radio talking about your views about what it was like working for some atheist a while back on a podcast, then we will, then I'll send you some money. And the guy sent me like 75 bucks. An atheist did that, not a Christian. An atheist did that because he liked the show that he used to be addicted to, watching that I happened to participate on. And I got money from that. And then also, the people who actually had me on their show a while back paid me thousands of dollars to be on the show. So if you really want the truth about who who benefited me financially the most, I would say in social media it would be atheists who actually benefited me the most on that. As far as in real life, it's been my Christian grandfather that stood up to the plate for me. And I still to this day ask myself, why does he do this? Why does he help me and my brother and sister out so much? He's a—he's an old man. He's on his way out of this world. Why does he do it? And uh, I've often wondered, does he do it because he feels some kind of guilt or remorse for what happened to his daughter, which just so happens to be my mother. Because he and I, we we used to talk off and on, but I just didn't, I don't know, I just felt like the communication was kind of cut off and limited. I felt like he only wanted to talk about certain things. And one thing about my family is that nobody ever, like, calls and just simply asks, how's the kids doing? How's your wife doing? None of that. Nobody, like, ever, like, stops by and just says, hey, how's your daughter and your son doing? I've kind of gotten used to that, though. A long time ago, that used to make me very bitter, and it made me very angry. It's probably one of the reasons I stayed atheist for so long, because I wasn't feeling no love from any kind of direction. But as far as financially, my my grandfather was the one that actually uh, pulled me and my wife and my kids out of a hole, and I'll always appreciate that and and love him for it. Perhaps he did it because he thought that that's what God wanted him to do. Perhaps he believed that God moved him to do that, and that somehow um, it would open up my heart and mind to how good God is. I don't know. I have no idea the different reasons why he felt he wanted to do something at that point. So, I hope this answers a bunch of questions. I'm going to be putting this on the radio. If it wasn't for the fact that atheists were constantly pushing this idea that I'm somehow making massive amounts of money on YouTube. I'm not partnered. I don't make money off of my videos. I'm not making money from Christians on any of the products that I'm selling Any money I'm actually making in social media is from atheists who either used to like me or interested in seeing what's going on or they really find my shit cool looking and do it. That's one thing I've never really gotten insulted on by non-believers. One of the few things they don't degrade me about. Uh, I've always been told that I'm very artistic, good with graphic design work. And I've actually been asked by non-believers to do projects for them in the past having to do with like websites and all this. Of course, I would never do any websites that um, have some kind of anti-God flair to it. If it's a business website or somebody's trying to sell things or they're trying to open up a company, I don't have a problem with helping out anybody, whether they're non-believer or not. But I will not work on an atheist website where... It endorses hatred or uh, teaches that God is some kind of fairy tale or crap. There's just no way of doing it. So, what is my what's my future? I guess I'll finish the video out like this. What is my future? Do I see myself like blowing up on YouTube or the internet? No, I'm not an atheist anymore, and Christians are not very popular. Uh, Kent Hovind is unique. He's been around for a very long time. He was doing what he was doing before me. Guys like William Lane Craig, Frank Turek, David Wood, these guys have been doing the the theological Christian thing for much longer. Christians do not seem to uh, support other Christians uh, like they used to in the past. You can't get them to share videos. They rarely will like up things and stuff unless it's one of the big three or big five or whatever like that. Unless you're a Joel Olstein, you probably won't get anywhere in this. And that's fine. If I'm only getting a couple thousand views or I'm getting 10,000 views and I'm able to reach out, to even half those people, or 10%, and open their mind up to the concept of God, then I feel like I've succeeded, not only for myself or accomplished something, but I also feel like I've allowed myself to be an instrument of God to do his work. I still need a lot of work on myself, though, as a person, though. Well, God bless. Have a wonderful day. Here's some nice ads. Enjoy. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio, hosted by Brett Keen. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless.